This is a fan-based parody. Star Wars was created by George Lucas and is currently owned by Disney. Please support the official release. Last time on Weekend Star Warriors. Luke Skywalker suggested that they make a quick detour to Shalivane, alleged home planet of Imperial agent Shira Bree, to try and track down Liliana. They found a damaged transmitter and managed to repair it for one single call. Shogo, unfortunately, was forced to speak with his old master, Darth Vader. After severing the connection, the group was attacked by several savage natives. Our heroes were forced to kill all but one of them, who McClaw knocked out. Sergeant Sangria noticed that all of the natives bared the scars of brain surgery, a technique far beyond what a primitive culture should have been capable of. McClaw took command of the investigation, and Shogo cut off one of the dead natives' heads for study. And now we rejoin our heroes as they decide what to do with their captive and their gruesome souvenir. So, we're going to go to the med bay. We're going to patch him up in one of the beds. We're going to look into into this head. I point at the one who's most medically trained. I'm like, you're going to look into that? Well, we try to make sure this guy stays alive. Okay, so you get back onto the ship mm -hmm. and decide to head off so that no more of them show up. Right, right. You manage to patch up the most damaged guy pretty well. Mm -hmm. The thing is, you don't have that much medical equipment on the ship. You may have to travel to another planet and borrow their medical equipment. Sneak into a hospital. And I think this might lead into something that's... Or you could always just head back to Hoth. How far is that, though? Across the galaxy. Yeah, let's... Go. Do we know of any neighboring outposts that are maybe rebel-friendly? Yeah, let's see. Uh, Fallujah. Fallujah? <laughs> it's... I've been out. there. Yeah, I know. Fallujia oh, is this Fallujia. one. Oh, Fallujia. No, that's more of a kind of foresty swamp place that has... It has good <clears throat> herbs for healing people, but no technology that can help. Hmm. You could always head to Tanab. They may have better medical facilities, at least something that you could uh, scan the brain with, at least better medical facilities than the ship. And it's pretty much a lawless place, so you don't have to worry about any... All right, uh, so rebels would be probably around there? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go there. So we are now on our way to Teneb to borrow their medical equipment. So How far is it from where we're at right now? I'd say about three days. Okay. Long trip. We were all eating around the table. Mm-hmm. Our dehydrated pizza. Hmm. Luke and the red shirts are going over what they did inside the, the factory. Uh -huh. Mostly snuck around, planting bombs everywhere. Mm-hmm. Grabbing a bunch more bombs on the way out than they had coming in. Mm-hmm. And loading up some crates into the juggernaut. Luke says, I just got a feeling that I needed to go to the roof at one point, like you were in trouble. And I went there, and there you were. So I swung the lightsaber, blocked the blasts, and pulled you up. Well, I'm happy you did, because I would have been dead. So anyways, what kind of bombs did you got? They uh, look over to the crate. Proton warheads. They're like proton torpedoes, but non-guided. You drop them, and... Uh, it goes boom? It goes boom. Big boom. Probably about five times as much as a proton torpedo. Jesus! What are you going to use that for? Give the Imperials a bit of TRD. Trench run disease. That's how we blew up the Death Star. 
they don't think that a uh, bunch of small ships are good. But if a couple Y-Wings manage to get in nice and close to a Star Destroyer, release all these bombs, kablooey. I see. What's the blast radius, though? Bunker busters. They force the explosion downwards, so the, the ship dropping them is pretty safe. Interesting. So, right now we're going to that... Where, again? That we have to... To Neb. To Neb. We're going to Neb to get medical supplies or be able to use their medical facilities to patch this guy up so we can try to interrogate and find out who did this type of surgery to him. I am interested to know. As uh, we're using our rudimentary scanners, the chef looks up and says, there are some metal components in his brain. I can't identify exactly where or what they are, but they're definitely not supposed to be there, and there is a pattern to where they are, so it's not random like shrapnel. Interesting. Maybe after we're done eating, I point at the one who's a medical doctor dude. You should look at that severed head and see what you can find. I'm fine looking at it now. He's uh, finished eating and looks at the skull. Um, Any of you have any really hmm. trying to think of how to cut his brain open without damaging the brain I have an idea says Luke how's the engine he takes out his lightsaber starts adjusting the knobs activates it a tiny millimeter thin blade only about an inch long comes out Found out I could do this a while back. Huh. Shogo looks... I don't think mine can do that. That's cool. Luke hands the Chev the lightsaber. Chev uses it to carefully cut the top of the skull open. Has to hold back some vomit. And uh, starts to pull and meets with some resistance. Uh, I should have severed all of the connections. He pulls more. You hear some squishing, tearing noise from the inside. And McClaw, you catch a look of several wires pulling against the brain. Interesting. He keeps pulling and the entire brain tears apart. Half of it in the brain pan and half of it in the top of the skull. Hmm. And you see wires and chips completely threaded throughout the brain and the Chev goes, oh, Maybe I shouldn't have done that. I think whoever designed this made a failsafe so it couldn't be removed very easily. Even if we did an autopsy, we wouldn't be able to learn much about it. All that tells me is that this is not natural and somebody's behind this. I think we need to rehabilitate this individual and find out who did this. Actually, there is one place. Actually... I think there may be a place better than Teneb that we can go, and it's actually quite closer. Although it takes us a little further away from Hoth. Where to? Mon Calamari. With the squid people? Yes. I know of someone there. A healer. She's uh, an old friend of mine. Her name is Silgal. She's studying to be a doctor, and it's a very advanced facility that specializes in small alterations to living structures in order to heal them. You think she might be able to help you out? I believe so. All right, let's go over there instead. You 
pause your hyperspace jump right around the Roche system, but then you hear a distress beacon. Boom! Boom! We answer it. Hello? It doesn't answer back. It's just saying, send help, hyperdrive disabled. Send help, hyperdrive disabled. Who's piloting the ship? Uh, Right now, Luke. I look at Luke and I ask him, what do you think? Well, it's the right thing to do. Plus, it's it's kind of intergalactic law that any hyperspace-capable ship has to seek out and respond to any distress beacon. (sighs) You guys have never heard of traps, obviously. But that's okay. Well, if anyone uses a distress beacon as a trap, they'd be blacklisted and no one would ever trust them again. Oh, boo-hoo. All right, let's see. Where do you think they may be? Can we look on the coordinates? Mm-hmm. I look at the coordinates! <laughs> My thoughts exactly. <laughs> you see that it's just about a light second away. It's like a, it's like a bleep! But maybe a little tough to navigate a uh, large asteroid field nearby. Oy. So it may be safer to take the long route, which will be, I'd say, half an hour. Half an hour to get there, or one second, and risk the ship. Uh, we'll take the half hour. Okay. We ain't playing it stupid, either. Alright, so, we go around the long way. And as you're going around the long way, the native wakes up and starts screaming and yelling and spitting. But he's trapped right now. Mm-hmm. It's starting to get very annoying. Shogo says, do we have any more sedatives? Giving him any more, he might die. Hmm. Um, what about choking him out? No, that's too rough. Mm. I got it, says the Escagian. Mm. He takes off one of his incredibly sweaty socks, balls it up, and shoves it in the guy's mouth. <laughs> he's continuing to spit and scream, but now he's muffled. Muffled, so... It's a little less. Ew. <laughs> but okay, if it works. Alright, so, let's see, what can we do to help this guy out? Even after being sedated, he is still going off. Is there any form of communicating with him? Luke? Let me try something, says Luke. He reaches out, touches the guy's head. The guy continues to scream and writhe, and... What is driving him to be mad? The senses. It's like everything is in overdrive. Maybe if we just dull his senses, he won't be as violent. How would you do that without involving spice? Luke looks around, finds a discarded helmet, puts the blast shield down, slides it over the guy's head. So he can't see? Mm Mm-hmm. Or here. Or here. And he seems to calm down somewhat. Okay. Luke says, see? Just like putting blinders on a bantha. Right. Alright, so he's going to be quiet and calm now, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's quiet and calm. We're going to have to go out and find a way to get this guy seen or taken care of. Either we get somebody who's a professional to look him over here on the ship, or... Once we find a location, we're going to have to try to get him over there without making a scene. Well, we have to go and save that stranded ship first. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's why we made a hard left. Mm -hmm. I forgot. Sorry. 
So we head on out. We see a ship. What kind of class of ship? It seems to be an Action 6 bulk transport. The latest in popular action series. Prime example of what makes a transport. Heavy, slow, and ponderous. 100 meter long. Has an angular, lightly armored hull with a tall, narrow cross-section. They have two main cargo holds. One forward and one aft, equipped with sophisticated cargo handling and security systems that can be configured to carry anything from massive sealed shipping containers and palletized cargo to livestock. Cylindrical hull pylons spans the ship's dorsal ridge. Basically, it looks like a giant suitcase. Interesting. All right, so we need to find a spot that we can dock on to try to see if we can board so we can help. Mm -hmm. So... We pilot the U-Wing around, mm -hmm. and there are two docking bays, which seem to be yawning open at the moment. All right. Fore and aft, both of them are pretty full with various supplies and boxes and crates, but neither one has any lights on. I and, find this to be very suspicious, gentlemen. And there's still enough room for you to land your ship in. I look at him. I try to give an inspirational speech, but I can't come up with anything. <laughs> I'm like, guys, it's dark in there. Be ready. This could be an ambush. This could be an ambush. I want you guys to be careful. We should move in two-man groups, just in case. What do you think? Shogo looks around. I suppose we don't have any EV suits, do we? Ah, uh, look. <laughs> nope. I didn't know we'd be going spacewalking. Neither did we. But here we are. Well, I guess the question is fore or aft. McClaw, I defer to you on this. You have more experience boarding. If we go, let's see, where's the uh, engines located? Engines are in the back. So we go towards the back. If it's really a hyperdrive thing, we'll see if there's really a problem there. Otherwise, I think we may be coming into an ambush. Okay. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. All right. We pilot into the ship. So we're going in. Is it close quarters? Really close it quarters? It seems to be. It's kind of seems like a warehouse at the moment. Okay. And there's a small platform that is illuminated. And let's see. Any of us recognize it? Ah. Pressure landing plate. We land there. The bay doors close. But... Then we're trapped in here, and who knows what else they've rigged it to. I see. Can we look on the other side and see if it's also the same? Okay, you pile it out. It is also the same. Do we have a searchlight to see inside before we go? Mm-hmm. All right. We flash it on. I use my perception. Natural 20. Okay. You spot at the far end, essentially, a garage door close button. Okay. So if you wanted to... You wouldn't have to put down the ship. You could send someone out, but then again, that's the vacuum of space. Mm -hmm. So if only you could push a button without leaving the ship. Do we have anything that can do that? We need a Nerf gun, people. <laughs> do we have a Nerf gun on this ship? Do we? <laughs> anything that could... Guys, I see a button over there. It says, garage door close. Hmm. If we can hit it without having to exit, we could probably close it with the ship not having to be fully docked. Mm. Meaning that we can get away if we need to. Okay. Shogo starts to point. Skywalker. 
Push the button. What? Oh, right. He reaches out with the force. And exerts his mind. The button starts blinking as it has been pushed. Entire bay doors start to seal up. Your ship is still on the repulsors. It pressurizes and McClaw, roll for perception. That time it was an 18. You spot some movement. Okay, gentlemen, we're not alone. Shogo looks over at you. You saw something? Yeah, they're behind the crates. I couldn't tell what they were, but I saw movement. We need some kind of distraction, says Shogo. McClaw, would you care to go for a walk? <laughs> Is it a long walk? He looks over at Luke. Does this ship have a bottom hatch? Luke shakes his head. But he pilots it around, kind of circling the entire room. And then when you're close to one side of the wall, he presses a button and the side door opens. Can I jump onto the wall and claw my way up with my Wookiee claws? You could, but the movement you saw is on the other side of the room. Oh, yes, I want to get close to it. Luke is shining the lights towards the other side to blind them. Mm-hmm. And Shogo easily drops down silently. Okay, so I jump. And roll for stealth. I got 24. You land very sneakily. And Shogo hands you the lightsaber. Do I have that gadget? Yeah. On my wrist? Yes, you do. Okay, cool. I attach it on there. Mm-hmm. So. To cause confusion. The U-Wing is continuing to fly around. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Roll for intellect. Twelve. Okay. What's going on? Shogo presses on his helmet. I'm hearing some chatter. They're all yelling at each other. Who pressed the button? Why'd you press the button? You dumbasses. You're supposed to wait until they land. Okay. Split up or stick together. So I did hear him say that there's confusion then, right? Yeah. So we're going to use that to our advantage. We're going to stick together, but we're going to strike at different positions at the same time. Okay. And then we're going to pincer them. All right. So. And then we're going to be like, I used to read these tales. There are these heroes. They were a pair. They were called Batman and Robin. They're great. But enough of that. I think we can work like that. So I'll go right, you go left, and we'll go and strike them down. Using stealth, we'll strike them one by one. Try not, not to be seen. Okay. We'll cause more confusion that way, and then they'll just go into a panic. Once they're into a panic, that's when we strike. All right. He heads off one way, you head off the other. Working your way along. Another ship passes by who came to the distress signal, but is noticing that someone's there already. That's the U-Wing continuing circle around. Oh, yeah, in a circle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Roll for perception. 22. You see someone in an armored vac suit, and you hear him yelling over the comms, saying, Stick to the plan! Stick to the plan! Is he close enough for me to attack? Yes. Can I use the lightsaber? Yes. Or Actually, you could no. stay quiet. I am going to stay quiet. I'm going to use my reek blade. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to go in and strike at him, trying to lob his head off, mm-hmm. because that'll cut communications. I roll a d6. I rolled a 5, which is a crit. Now, cut his flipping head off. 84. Okay. Right now, he is crouched against the wall. Mm-hmm. You stab the reek blade right through his throat, and his head is still there, balancing on your reek blade. I'm holding on to the reek blade, right? Mm-hmm. With one hand, I put my finger up to my lips, and I say, Shh. Even though he's dead. Mm. I move on to the next target. And might I make a suggestion, just yes. as the game master? I say when you pull your reek blade out, hold on to the head so it stays balanced there. So if someone finds it, they knock the head off and scream, giving away their position. It's pretty much a standard Jason Voorhees style. Oh yeah, you know, totally, since we're in that season. <laughs> totally, alright, I'll do that. <laughs> Fantastic. Jason Voorhees style. Yeah, he strategically places his bodies around so that... It scares people and gives away their position when they scream. Okay, good. So I'll do that. Mm-hmm. All right. What show go up to? <laughs> well, you can't see it right now, but uh, roll for perception. Twenty. Not not natural. Synthetic. You hear a muffled squelch, and you smell something. It smells like a mixture of blood and lung fluid. You recognize that Shogo has stabbed someone upwards through the ribs into the lungs so that they can't scream. I I recognize this sound. Okay, very well. I hear that and I try to top it on the next one. (laughs) Okay. Alright, so let's see. Continue along. Mm -hmm. You find one guy, this one's a little more nervous. He's pacing back and forth. Uh huh. This is shit. This is bullshit, man. Why Why is this happening? How did they know? They couldn't have known anything. We were perfect. I have my grappling hook, right? Mm-hmm. Now, can I attach something on there that would be like a spear type of thing? Kind of like a... It, almost like a, grap, uh, a grappling hook, since you know how it's bent down and mm-hmm. looks like that of a spear? Well, you do have several throwing knives, or you could... No, I want to use a grappling hook, because I want to shoot it and try to hit him in the neck. And as soon as it goes through his neck, if I roll high enough, I want it to pull him back towards me. I'm not sure you have that ability yet. I mean, you have it on the lightsaber, but I'd say you could attach it to your reek blade and then throw it and then pull the reek blade back, but that may be a little loud if it clangs on the way back. This is true. That's why I kind of wanted to do the the grappling hook. You could always try some unarmed means of subduing them. Oh, yeah, but if I use... I could, but, like... I want... (sighs) Actually, you know what? I'm going to use a throwing knife. Okay. If I could. Yep. Since I do get a bonus on that, too. Am I at point-blank range? Roll for stealth to see if you can get up to that close. Okay. Yes, because I rolled a 21. 21? 21. So I sneak up and then I roll, I throw a knife, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get a plus one. So I throw a knife at his throat for 14 points of damage. You're aiming at the front of the throat, back of the throat, the soft middle of the part. head. Right as he's turning around to pace towards <laughs> you, it stabs right into his trachea and 
he has no idea what has happened. He suddenly can't breathe, he can't speak, and can't even gurgle. He is staring at you with absolute horror in his face. Does he recognize my visage? Yes, he does. So I see this look in his face. And he shits himself. As I pull up the dagger from his throat, I whisper to him, Death is coming for all. What's Shogo doing? Can I, can yeah, I roll? roll for pursuit? Uh, this time I didn't do so well. I, did, I got a 12. This one is a little easier to notice because as, as the U-Wing was passing over, its light illuminated, at least at your angle, someone hanging upside down. Their throat slit open, and their blood cascading downwards onto the ground. I see. I'm going to try to position myself for them. The next time that the Ewing turns around, so then for them to see my silhouette, <laughs> just so they can see who's here. How many guys are left? You don't know. Ah! I'll kill the next guy. I'll use perception checks to see when it's going to be coming around. You sneak up on another one. Let's see. I pull out two throwing daggers. Nah, that's not strong enough. I want him dead. <laughs> and you hear him saying, Who dad? Come in. Praj, you there? Tell her. God damn it, answer me. What the hell is going on? You're coming up on this guy who's desperately talking into the mic. I loom over him. I cover his mouth. And I whisper into his ear, Do you know who I am? <laughs> Shits himself. What's your cargo? It's what we've taken from other people that have come to the rescue. So it's just material things? Any slaves, perchance? No, absolutely not. We we don't do slaves at all. We just... Uh, we just seal weapons and food and whatever's here and then we just send what? the people on their way on their way and roll for perception I rolled a total of 17 he's not being entirely truthful by on your way what do you mean we launch him out the airlock who's in charge the captain the captain yeah and let me guess, he's at the bridge. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time. Oh, before you go, where's the armory? If I tell you, will you promise not to kill me? No. Help! <laughs> Suddenly, everyone starts rushing around. Can they swing that thing around so it spots light on me so maybe they'll freeze in terror? So I'm gonna jump up and I'm gonna have my reek blade and the lightsaber lit. Yeah. Okay, you leap up onto the crates and a bunch of the pirates, because they are clearly pirates, ah! have started rushing towards you. They see. One, the reek blade. First, the reek blade. And the light passes over you, a shadow casts on the wall behind you, and then as the light shines away, and you're surrounded in darkness, you activate the lightsaber. Well, let's go single right yeah, now. Yeah, single Just, blade. And then if need be, I'll switch it to double. And they skid to a stop, 
Oh, fuck! And they start running away towards the bridge. Come at me, boys! <laughs> start running after them. Roll for perception. 24. You see that towards the back of the group, there's one that has a lot of blood on his uniform, a lot of blood on his armored vac suit, mm-hmm. and it seems kind of a baggy of a suit. He seems shorter than the rest of them, and he is running with something concealed up his wrist, and you catch a shine of the axe blade of his gaffy stick. Of Shogo's gaffy stick? Yeah, Shogo has dressed like one of them and is rushing with them. Oh, okay, so I know it's him because I'm about to say, I was like, wait, you killed him. You killed my boy! <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, you can see that he's very short and... Uh, he's of, of Shogo's height. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the blood stains on him are where deadly wounds would have been inflicted. Ah, so he's not... Okay, got it. So Shogo killed someone and, and then took dressed, his uniform. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to Weekend Star Warriors. I am your host and game master, Johnny Boy. Star Wars was created by George Lucas and is currently owned by Disney. This game follows the basic rules of the Edge of the Empire role-playing game, and rulebooks are available wherever books are still sold. McClaw was played by Edgar Cuevas. There's no need to follow him. He's already following you. Please like, share, and subscribe, and we'll be releasing the next episode in a couple of weeks. May the Force be with you, and remember... Do you know who I am?